Welcome to the Smoke Learning Channel. In part 3 of this video series, we'll start modernizing our binocular scope. If you have your own collection of stock elements, then by all means use them. But if you don't have anything, you can make them in Smoke. In ConnectFX, click the Home icon button to return to the standard ConnectFX default view. Hover over the Node bin and press C to bring up a Color Frame node. Drag the node out into the ConnectFX schematic. Double-click on the node for its controls. Set the width and height to 900 pixels. Set the Aspect Ratio pull-down to Width by Height. The Aspect Ratio should be 1 since this is square. This size will be fine for the crosshairs. Now hover over the Node bin again and press G for the G-Mask node. Drag it out and connect the Color Frame into the G-Mask node. The purpose of the Color Frame is to set the resolution for the G-Mask node to work at. Now double-click on the G-Mask node. Hover over the ConnectFX schematic and press Escape to see the G-Mask schematic view. This will allow us to see all the G-Mask objects in the selected node. Now click on the Result view to activate the G-Mask controls. Click the Add button and try draw a straight line. Create a rectangular shape. The problem we have is that the corners round themselves when you draw the shape. You can press SHIFT-B to go to break tangent mode. Hold COMMAND and draw a box selection around the four control points. Now click the selection and they become hard corners. But you don't want to do this every time. Press SHIFT-M to go back to MOVE mode. Let's start again. Change the selection mode to ALL and press DELETE. This time, switch to the Node Preferences menu for the G-Mask node. Disable Auto Tangents. Press the Node Prefs button to return to the G-Mask menu. Next, we want to constrain the drawing on the grid for accuracy. Click the Grid button. Enable the Large Center. Under the Grid header, enable the Pixel Grid. 30 pixels for width and height. Finally, enable Snap. Click the Grid button to exit the Grid menu. Now click ADD. Starting at the top, you should be able to start plotting and drawing a rectangular shape. Keep it centre and two grid blocks thick. You will see the mask snap to the grid lines as you draw. Now remember to close the shape to form the rectangle. Next, I would like another rectangle to form the horizontal part of the crosshairs. Change the Selection Mode to Branch and select the Axis node connected to our mask geometry. Press the Duplicate button. Hold OPTION and drag the new Axis node to the side. Now let's rotate the shape. With the axis still selected, set the Z rotation to 90. So there is the crosshair. We want to link these two shapes together so we can scale them as a single object. Change the Object Mode from Geometry to Axis. Click ADD. Drag the new axis above the first two and drag connections to connect the nodes. Note that I drag from the top axis to the bottom ones. Metaphorically speaking, you are connecting the parent to the children. 
The arrows on the connection show you the direction of the relationship. Now when you scale the top axis to 50%, both objects will scale uniformly. The useful tip to note is that you can still work with each object separately by adjusting the selected axis. Let's also create some border markers around the crosshair. Switch the Object Mode from Axis to Geom again. Click the Add button. Starting in any corner, click and draw a square that completely fills the frame. Once this is done, everything should appear white, but don't worry at this point. Select the axis of the newly created shape. Ensure the Selection Mode is set to Branch and press Duplicate. This creates another axis and mask shape. Hold Option and move the new axis with its mask geometry node to the side. With the axis still selected, scale the mask to 87%. Set the colour to 0 black. The square should be 2 grid blocks thick. With the axis still selected, press Duplicate to duplicate this branch. Again, after moving the nodes to the side, scale this mask to 67%. Now uncheck the Proportion option. Scale the Y value to 100%. This will knock out the top and bottom bars. Now let's take care of the sides. Duplicate the latest branch of objects using the Duplicate button. With the axis selected, rotate the Z value to 90 degrees. So there are our corners. But a good question to ask is where has the crosshair gone? Well, the mask works in layers and currently they are behind all the new layers that we have just been working with. Now there is no layer editor in this mask tool, but there is a basic functionality in this tool called Push and Pop. Push sends layers back and Pop brings layers to the front. Select the Geom for the first crosshair bar. Press POP multiple times until it appears in the viewer on top of the masks. Select the second crosshair bar and also push POP multiple times until you see the bar appear. Now let's finish this off. For whatever reason, we may want to group all these nodes together. Change the Object Mode from Geom to Axis. Click the Add button. Click and hold the new axis. Press SHIFT and kiss the other axis nodes in the GMask schematic. This creates the connection and now you can control them as a group or separate components. Now select the Result Viewer. Press the Grid button to switch to the Grid menu. Turn off the Large Centre. Turn off Snap and turn off the Pixel Grid. Press the Grid button to return to the main menus. Click the Home icon to return the ConnectFX layout to the default view. So in this video, the first thing you have learnt was how to tame the tangents. Secondly, you can use the Pixel Grid to align the masks. And finally, you can reorder the mask layers in the GMask node. In the next video, we will add our Crosshair cursor into the scope as well as track and animate it to the background. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Smoke Learning channel for future videos.